Hello everybody and welcome to episode 3 of Choosing Time. I must say the weather has been beautiful this week. I've tried to make the most of it by going outside in the garden. So when I've been doing all of my teacher work on an afternoon, I've been sitting out in the sunshine. It's been beautiful. On today's show, we're going to start with the writing challenge. And after hearing from lots of you in emails, I have decided that from now on it will be called the writing challenge, 100%. So we're going to start with the writing challenge. Then we're going to move on to some maths activities today. Then we're going to read you a story and back by popular demand, I'm going to ask Lucy to help me read the story today. Then I will give you the answers to the writing challenge and I will finish with today's guest. So let's get started. Right, so let's get started with this week's writing challenge. So, as always, you are going to need a pen and paper or something to write on. You're going to need to be focused, you need to be listening, you need to be looking at your paper. So, wriggle your bottoms. Turn your listening ears on. And your looking eyes need to be on the paper or whiteboard or notebook or whatever you're using. We're gonna start with some letters. We're gonna continue the alphabet from last week. I've got three more words, and they are a little bit more difficult this week. And then I'm gonna finish with two sentences. So when you're ready, we'll get started. The letters to start with. I would like you to write the letter M. Mm. 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 The next letter is mm. 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 The next letter is uh, 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 uh. The next letter is The next letter is qua, qua, qua. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of a pointer there. Remember, qua is a digraph. And if you think about those pictures, the queen always takes her umbrella. Think about that one. The queen always takes her umbrella. Qua, qua, qua. Have a look at your phase three mats if you're unsure. <laughs> Okay, next letter. Ur, ur, ur. The next letter. S, s, s. And the final letter for this week. Great job, everybody. I'll talk about the formations at the end. Moving on to the words. So, three words, and like I said, they're a little bit trickier this week. So, I'm going to give you a few clues to have a go at writing them before I tell you the answers at the end. 
So I'm going to start with the first word. And the first word is green. Green. That E sound you can hear in the middle is a phase three diagraph. That's your clue. The word is green. Green. It's a colour. The second word I want you to write is chicken. Chicken. So the ch sound at the start is a phase three digraph. And the k sound you can hear in the middle, that is a phase two digraph. Chicken. Chicken. The third and final word I want you to write this week is drumstick. Drumstick. So one more clue. The k at the end of drumstick is also a phase two digraph. Drumstick. Drumstick. Excellent work, everybody. Let's move on to our sentences. So, two sentences this week. And actually, no, I'm telling a little bit of a fib. The second sentence, it has three parts to it. So it's three short sentences broken up with full stops. And I will help you with that as we go along. So, listen carefully. The first sentence I want you to write is... A tent will get damp in the rain. The A sound in rain is a digraph and it's in phase three. So have a think about that one. Let me read that sentence one more time. A tent will get damp in the rain. That's your first sentence. Well done. So your second sentence today is three short sentences put together. It's telling you something. And I've had this directly off the planet. I do quite like this. So listen carefully. If I say full stop, you need to put a full stop after the last word you have written. And then when you write your next word, that must start with a capital letter. Okay, here we go. Listen carefully. The frog is strong. Full stop. His green skin is hard. Full stop. He swims in the pond. Full stop. So I'm going to read that to you one more time. Remember, when I say full stop, you need to put a full stop. And then your next word needs to start with a capital letter. I'm going to read it to you one more time. The frog is strong. Full stop. 
his green skin is hard. Full stop. He swims in the pond. Full stop. Try your best with that one. And if you, if you don't get it 100% correct, don't beat yourself up about it, okay? It's quite difficult. But well done for giving it a go. Fantastic work. I'll tell you the answers at the end. Right, so let's get started with some maths work now. And I want to warm our brains up with some counting. So let's start nice and simple. We're going to count in ones all the way to 20. So close your eyes, put yourself in the zone, focus. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Brilliant work, everybody. While we're still warming up, I want to play the game that we played in our first podcast. So I'm going to count to 20 again, and I'm going to miss out every other number. Think of it as a game of ping pong, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. My turn to hit the ball, your turn to hit the ball, my turn to hit the ball, your turn to hit the ball. It's almost like my turn to say a number, your turn to say a number. My turn to say a number, your turn to say a number. You get the picture, right? So let's get going. Zero, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen. 20. Brilliant work. Right, we're going to do the opposite numbers now. So I'm going to start at 1. Here we go. 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, 30, 50, 70, 19. I'm sure I've just heard you say 20. Brilliant work, well done. Right, I think we're all warmed up so we can get started with our maths work. Last week I asked you to count in twos. So this week I'm going to ask you to count in fives. Fives. So as we're saying each number, we're jumping up five. So I'm going to start counting in fives and I just want you to listen. Remember, if you want to see the numbers visually, look at the ITP grid and the number squares that I've sent home in some links. So you can physically see the numbers and you can see the patterns on a 100 square. If it helps, every time you say a number, I want you to get one hand, one fist, and throw it in front of you. And as you throw that fist, make sure no one's around you, 
as you throw that fist, open your hand. Because each hand has five fingers. Well, four fingers and a thumb, but there's five there, isn't there? Okay? So every time you say a number, you're throwing five. That's the idea. That's what we'd do in class. So if we were in class now, that is what we would do. We would throw five fingers. So I'm going to do it now in my dining room. So listen to my voice, listen to the numbers, and just have a go. This is tricky. I don't expect you to get it first time. But it's something that you will eventually do in year one. And I always like to start counting in fives at this time in the year. So listen carefully. Here we go. Zero, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. I'm going to do that one more time for you. Remember to help you throw those five fingers. So left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand. Zero, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Remember, it is tricky. So if you're not sure to begin with, don't beat yourself up. There's no expectation for you to do that. But I thought I'd make it a little bit challenging for you this week, as I know that some of you had to go at counting twos, and actually you were pretty good. This week, children, I want to go back to doing some addition, some adding. And we're going to do it a little bit differently. A couple of weeks ago, I asked you to use whatever you had in the house. So, um, tea bags, sweets, even Lego or toys. This week, we're going to use a pictorial method. And this is something we have used in class quite well, actually, on our whiteboards. So instead of using physical objects, we're going to use the paper in front of us. Right, so let's start with a simple addition number sentence. Let's have three add four equals. Three add four equals. Now, what we're going to do is, using the pictorial method, we're going to draw circles or spots, whatever you want to call them, we're going to draw the correct amount under each numeral. So I'm looking at the number three. And you've guessed it, I'm going to need three dots underneath number three. So I'm going to draw them underneath the number. One, two, three. So I've got three spots for my number three. I'm going to read the number sentence again. Three add four equals. So I've got my three dots. I'm looking at the next number, number four. I'm going to need four spots, of course. So I'm going to draw them and count them. One, two, 
three, four. So I've got four dots to match my number four. Now we're adding, which means we're putting these numbers together to make a new total. So three add four equals something. So now we've got to count them all together. See if you can say that word, all together. So the first group and the second group. So let's count them together. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So three add four equals seven. Let's do another one. And I'm thinking off the top of my head here. So I've explained how to do it. You know how to do it. So we'll do it together with speed. Let's write on our pieces of paper. I think we're going to have seven add nine. We'll go for two bigger numbers. So I'm going to repeat that again. Seven add nine equals. So you know what we've got to do. We've got the number seven. You need to draw seven dots underneath. Let's go. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Brilliant. Seven dots to match our number seven. The next number, number nine. Seven add nine. We need nine dots. Let's draw them, count them together. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I've got nine dots to match my number seven, number seven, number nine, sorry. I've got nine dots to match my number nine. So I've got seven and nine equals. Got my seven dots, I've got my nine dots, and now we've got to count them all together. Well done. So let's do that. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Well done. Okay. To write the number 16, we need one 10 and six ones. One 10 and six ones. I know what you're saying. It's a one and a six. Yes. But we need to say one 10 and six ones. Fabulous stuff. With that same method in mind, I now want to move on to some doubling. Can you say doubling? When we double a number, we add the same amount together. So we've got two groups. Both groups have the same amount. For example, double two would be two add two because we're adding together the same amount. So let's have a go at double two. On your pieces of paper, I want you to write two, add two equals. Two add two equals. To work this out, you've guessed it, we need to draw the dots underneath. So the first number is number two, so I'm going to draw one, two, two dots. 
The second number is number two. So I'm going to draw two dots. One, two. Now, as always, because we're adding, we need to add them all together. So, here we go. One, two, three, four. So, two add two equals four. So, if I was to say to you, what is double two? You would say four. Let's have a go at double three. I'm going to pause for a second and give you a chance to write it down. Have a think about what we did with double two. How would we write double three? So to write double three, we need to have on our paper three add three equals because remember when we double we're adding the same amount together the two groups that we have are the same three add three so let's draw our dots underneath each numeral first numeral number three one two three dots the second numeral is three one two three so I've got a group of three and another group of three because it's double three. So let's add them all together to finish it. One, two, three, four, five, six. So three add three equals six. So if I was to say to you, what is double three? The answer would be six. Well done, everybody. So that's all the maths for this week. If you have enjoyed the pictorial method and the doubling activities that we've engaged in today, be sure to continue to have a go at home with some other numbers. So we've done double two and double three. Maybe you could have a go at double four, double five, double six, double seven, double eight, double nine, or even double 10. Okay, that's totally up to you. And remember, if you are having a go, see if you can do it using that pictorial method that we used during the addition. Right, I think it's time for a story. By popular demand, I decided this week that Lucy is going to help me read the story again because lots of you enjoyed hearing her voice. So we're going to get Lucy involved with the story. And the story that we have chosen today is actually one we've not covered in class. We've, we've not covered this in class before. But it's the three Billy Goats Gruff. So like I always say in class, whether it's at the start of the day, start of the afternoon or home time, shuffle your bottoms, get yourself comfortable, turn those listening ears on and listen to the story. Once upon a time, there were three Billy Goats Gruff. One fine day, the three Billy Goats Gruff set off up the hillside. They were going to look for some sweet grass to eat. On the way up the hillside, the three Billy Goats Gruff came to a river. On the other side of the river was the most beautiful meadow. 
and in the meadow was the finest grass they had ever seen. There was a wooden bridge over the river, but under the bridge there lived an ugly troll. People were afraid to cross the bridge because of the troll. Every time he heard footsteps on the bridge, he popped out and gobbled up the person who was trying to cross. The youngest, Billy Goatgruff, said that he would try and cross the bridge first. Trip trap, trip trap, went the hooves of the youngest Billy Goatgruff on the wooden bridge. Out popped the troll. The little Billy Goatgruff was very terrified. Who's that trapping over my bridge? roared the troll. The youngest Billy Goat's Gruff spoke in a tiny voice. It's only me, the little Billy Goat's Gruff, he said. I'm going to the meadow to eat the sweet grass. Then I'm coming to gobble you up, roared the troll. Oh no. Please don't gobble me up, said the youngest Billy Goat Gruff in a tiny voice. I'm far too little and not at all tasty. Wait until the second Billy Goat Gruff comes along. He's much more tasty than I am. Very well, said the troll. Be off with you. I'll wait until the second Billy Goat Gruff comes along. So the youngest Billy Goat Gruff crossed the bridge and skipped off into the meadow to eat the sweet grass. Next, the second Billy Goat's Gruff said that he would try and cross the bridge. Trip trap, trip trap, went the hooves of the second Billy Goat's Gruff. But then out popped the troll and frightened the Billy Goat. Who's that trip trapping over my bridge? roared the troll. The second Billy Goat's Gruff spoke in a rather soft voice. It's only me, the second Billy Goat's Gruff, he said. I'm going to the meadow to eat the sweet grass. Then I'm coming to gobble you up, roared the troll. Oh no, please don't gobble me up, said the second Billy Goat Gruff in a rather soft voice. I'm not very big and I'm not very tasty. Wait until the third Billy Goat Gruff comes along. He's very big and very tasty. Very well, said the troll. Be off with you. I'll wait until the third Billy Goat Gruff comes along. So the Billy Goat Gruff crossed the bridge and skipped off into the meadow to eat the sweet grass. At last, the eldest Billy Goat Gruff came up to try and cross the bridge. He was a very big Billy Goat's Gruff. His beard was long and his horns were almost fully grown. Trip trap, trip trap, bang, 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 went the hooves of the eldest Billy Goat's Gruff on the wooden bridge. Out popped the troll, but this Billy Goat was not scared. He only stamped his hooves harder. 
Who's that trip-trapping over my bridge? roared the troll. The eldest Billy Goat's gruff's voice was even louder and gruffier than the troll's voice. It's me, the biggest Billy Goat's gruff, he bellowed. Then I'm coming to gobble you up, roared the troll. Oh no, you're not, bellowed the eldest Billy Goat gruff. I'm coming to gobble you up. And he stamped his feet even louder. Trip trap, trip trap, bang, 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 bang. After that, the eldest, Billy Goat Gruff, butted the troll with his big horns. The troll fell off the bridge, headfirst into the deep water. There was a mighty splash and the troll disappeared and was never seen again. So that was the end of the troll. From that time on, people went over the bridge without any fear. Never again did the troll pop his head out from under the bridge and roar, Who's that trip-trapping over my bridge? The three, Billy Goatcroft, lived happily ever after. In the meadow on the hillside, they ate sweet grass every day and they never went hungry again. The end. I think it's time to start telling you the answers to the writing challenge. So let's start with the letters. The first letter I wanted you to write was M. Now remember, with M we can see mountain and a girl called Maisie. So we whoosh into the letter, then we go down Maisie, up, over the mountain, and over the mountain again. Let me repeat that one more time. And I'll shorten it like we do in class. Whoosh, Maisie, mountain, mountain. Brilliant. Right, the next word I wanted you to write was N. To form N, remember in the picture, we can see a boy called Nobby and he's standing next to a net. So we whoosh in, we go down Nobby. Up and over the net. Brilliant stuff. The next letter I wanted you to write was uh, uh, uh. And This one's pretty easy. We all know this one, don't we? So we whoosh in and then we go all around the orange and whoosh out. The next letter was P, P, P. To form P, we have to whoosh in, go down the pirate's plat, up and around his face, and whoosh. Okay, let's do that again. Whoosh in, down the pirate's plat, up and round his face, and whoosh out. The next letter I asked you to write was qu. Now I explained with this one that every time we write qu, we Always write a U next to it because the Queen 
always takes an umbrella. So the formation goes like this. We whoosh in, round her face, down her hair and flick. And then to form the O, we have to whoosh in, go down and under, up to the top and draw the puddle. Three more left. The next letter I asked you to write was R. So nice and simple, we whoosh in, go down the robot's body, up and over his arm. The next letter is S. We all know this one very well. So we whoosh in and then we simply slither down the snake. I'm going to say that again. Whoosh in, slither down the snake. And the last letter I wanted you to write was t, t, t. Another simple one. So we whoosh to the top, then we go down the tower, across the tower. Let me do that again. So we whoosh in to the top, down the tower, across the tower. Good job, everybody. Let's move on to the words. The first word I gave you today was green, green. So the colour, green. So in this word, we have four phonemes. I'm gonna break them up for you. Here we go, listen carefully. G, R, E, N, green. Let me do that again. G, R, E, N, green. Now the E sound in the middle, I said it was a phase three diagram. So it's E in leak. Let me repeat that again. G, R, E, N, green. The second word I wanted you to write was chicken. Chicken. Now this one has two parts to it, okay? Two syllables. So let's break the first part of the word up together. Three phonemes. Ch, I, k, chick. So we've got a phase three diagraph at the start. The ch, ch in the word chicken. And then we have the k diagraph in phase two. The k in rocket. So ch, I, k, chick. The second part of the letter. Chick, and chicken. Well done, everybody. The third and final word I wanted you to write this week was drumstick. So another word that's got two syllables in it, two parts, and we'll break it up together. So, drumstick. The first part of the word. Drum. d r o D -r -o drum drum so that's the first part of the letter drum stick st ik st ik now the k at the end is a phase two diagraph the k in rocket so it's Curly k and kicking k together. Remember, when the when we put them together, 
we only say once, don't we? Okay? So let me break that up again. D, r, o, m, drum, st, ik, stick, drum, stick, drumstick. Give yourselves a pat on the back. The sentences. Now this is the part where I take a deep breath. Because it takes a while to break it down. But that's fine. Because we're improving our fluency while writing sentences. And I am here to help you. Just like I would be in class. So. The first sentence. A tent will get damp in the rain. Back to the beginning. Nice and simple, a. Make sure that a is a capital a because it's the start of a sentence. As always, finger spaces in between each word. So, a, finger space, tent, t, e, n, t, tent. Back to the beginning. A tent will, will, w, it, l, will. Now the l sound is a diagraph l from phase two. So that means we need to, we need to write two l's. L, l. But when we say them, we only say it once. We only say the phoneme once. So let me break it up again. W, it, l. Will. Back to the beginning. A tent will get. 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 Back to the beginning. A tent will get damp. D a m p damp. Back to the beginning. A tent will get damp. In. Nice and simple. In. In. Woo. Back to the beginning. A tent will get damp in the. Now we know that very well. It's a phase two tricky word. Some of us know how to write it off the top of our head, which is brilliant. Some of us might need to use a flashcard or a word mat. And that is still fine. Mr. Marsh uses them all the time. So have a look. <clears throat> Write that word, the. Back to the beginning. One word left. A tent will get damp in the rain. R-A-N. Rain. The A sound is a phase three diagram. And funnily enough, it's A in rain. So this one should be nice and simple for you. R a n ray. Woo! Big breath. <gasps> All together, a tent will get damp in the rain. Good job. The second sentence, and I said, I preached you a little bit, didn't I? I said, I've told fib. It's not a second sentence. Actually, it's three small sentences put together. We're going to have a go at breaking them up. And it's important 
to listen to when I say full stop. Because that's when we need to put a full stop. And then the next word will start with a capital letter. So, get ourselves ready. Let's get started. The first sentence starts with the. Nice and simple. Thanks to tricky word. Capital T, remember. Capital T. The frog. 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 The frog is. It's. Is. The frog is strong. Strong. Let me break that up for you. Strong. Strong. The ng is a diagraph in phase two, isn't it? Ng in ring. So we've got strong. Strong. Five phonemes in that word. It's a tricky one. The frog is strong. Full stop. So that's your first short sentence. The frog is strong. Full stop. Now, if you have space on your lines or your paper, we don't need to move down into a new space below. If you've still got space before the edge of your paper, you can continue to write. But we're going to, the next word's going to start with a capital letter. So, listen carefully. The frog is strong, full stop. His. It's his. Now that sound needs to be a H, the capital Because it's the start of a new sentence. His. It's his. His green. Now we've already wrote this word, haven't we? Nice and simple. Green. Green. His green skin. 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 And the k is a kangaroo. K. His green skin is, it's, is. His green skin is hard. 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 The R sound is in phase three. The R in car. His Green skin is hard. Full stop. So far, we have the frog is strong. Full stop. His green skin is hard. Full stop. The next word. Remember, it's going to start with a capital letter. He, he. So that's a phase three tricky word. He. 
which starts with a capital H. Capital H. He swims. 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 He swims in in in. He swims in the phase two tricky word. Phase two tricky word. He swims in the pond. P ah. Nd pond p a nd pond full stop. So now we should have three short sentences. Let me read them again. The frog is strong. Full stop. His Green skin is hard. Full stop. He swims in the pond. Full stop. Great effort, everybody. Well done. Before we end the show, I have an interview with a very special guest. Lots of you have been speculating this week, and some of you, I can confirm, are correct. The person on today's show is Mrs. Rowley. So, let's find out what Mrs. Rowley's been up to. Mr. Marsh. How you doing, Mrs. Rowley? You okay? I'm fine, thank you. Are you? Yeah, not too bad. Who'd have thought we'd have been doing something like this, eh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I, I've been releasing podcasts for the children over the past couple of weeks, and they have enjoyed listening to my voice. And I thought to myself, <laughs> I know of another person that I'd love to hear on a podcast. So, you know, it'd be rude not to get you on the show, really. Um, and all it is today, Mrs. Rowley, um, a little bit of a... A little bit of a game I played with Lucy and some questions really last week about how you're doing and what you've been up to. Because obviously, you know, we're hitting, is it week six, week seven now, where we haven't been Ooh, to school? Oh, week seven, I think, isn't it? Is it week seven? seven so that's almost yeah. like two months now since we've been in our classroom. So wow. it's a long, long period of time, unfortunately. Um, and obviously we haven't been able to see each other, even including ourselves. So no. first and foremost, I just, I just wondered how you were doing yourself and how your family are. Uh, we're fine, thank you. We've been kept busy, done lots of jobs around the house, lots of got jobs in the garden, painting, I've been reading, um, I've knit lots of Dolly's clothes for the reception class Dolly, so they'll look fab when we all go back. That sounds um, excellent. Yeah, just pottering about really, doing just lots of bits and pieces. It's funny you should say that because that's that's pretty much what me and Lucy have been up to. Those jobs that you never really get round to doing. That's right. Um, and we've just been ticking boxes, really, painting and decorating, <laughs> getting in the garden. I must admit, this is Riley. I've got a good suntan that uh, we're totally oh, yes. really impressed with. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> hopefully we'll be able to see each other soon That'd yeah be it would good. be lovely it would be good it would be good so a few weeks ago um I was very kindly invited to Mr. Ayer's podcast. And he asked me a couple of questions. He asked me a couple of questions, actually. And uh, they, were, they were good ones at the time. And the problem was, because he asked them me so early into the lockdown where we had to stay at home, I hadn't really got a lot to say or to show, right. really. But with obviously it being week seven now, I've got two questions that probably are worth asking, maybe a little bit funny. So... The one question I want to ask is, what is the most interesting thing you have cooked or baked while you've been at home? Oh, we did cook some salted caramel brownies. They were so good. They were fabulous. Yeah, I haven't done masses of cooking because my daughter's been at home, working from home, so... She's quite enjoyed cooking at night, so she's cooked most of our meals and that, so it's been lovely. Well, that sounds yeah. good. That sounds good. To me, you, you saying that, actually, we've, we've enjoyed using the barbecue yes. quite a lot because we've had a little bit more time in our hands, yeah, obviously. Right. Um, and we, <laughs> You know what I'm like, Mrs Riley. I never like to leave the classroom too early <laughs> at night. So oh, no. <laughs> I never really get the time to uh, get the barbecue on the go. So, yeah, we've been using a lot of the barbecue. And I know Lucy herself has... She's made white chocolate cheesecake and she's made banana bread. So she's actually been doing yeah. a little bit of baking herself. Just things you never get round um, to normally, never have time to. So it is. That's it. That's it. We're going to we're going to see the positives we are, yeah. in this. We have got a barbecue plan tomorrow, so hopefully the weather will stay nice. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Fingers crossed for that. Definitely, definitely. And the, this this one, I'm, I'm laughing already because. I'm going to ask you what the most interesting thing you have brought while you've been inside. And I know for us, um, Lucy herself, she's decided to buy a greenhouse <laughs> and she's become a, she's become what she calls a plant. Okay. So, you know, she's been planting lots of seeds and she's got little tomato plants growing. Um, me, I myself, rather, um, I've brought some, you, have you ever seen like the sliders, Mrs. Riley, that you wear when you go on holiday next, you know, when you buy yes. the pool? Yes, yeah. So I, you know, I've got into a habit of wearing those in the house with my um my usual white PE socks, just because. Well, I'm not really going out, but the ones I've brought, I've got, I've got to send the children a picture at some point. They're um they're they're like rainbow. Oh, wow. They're a rainbow <laughs> colour. I I actually need to show them myself. So they're they're night sliders, but it's they are quite they are quite bright and bizarre. But um, uh, the weirdest thing I've brought so far are some rainbow. Sliders oh, that I've been in the house. <laughs> Definitely. So I was wondering, Mrs. Valley, what you know, what's the what's the oh, most interesting thing that you might have brought? Um, I haven't really. I don't think I've brought anything interesting. I've brought potting compost and flowers and things, and done all my hanging baskets and that. Um, I did order a new dress the other day that came. Um, no, I tell you what, I did have yesterday, which was lovely, and I didn't buy it, but. Um, I had a parcel come yesterday lunchtime. Postman knocked on the door and left it outside for me. And my daughter that lives in Nottingham had sent me a big box of all different salted caramel chocolates and bars of chocolates and packets of pretzels. And so it was immense. It was incredible. (laughs) I think that was the best delivery we've had at our house. (laughs) That does sound really good. We've got to eat them all now. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Well, that that's pretty much it for the questions. Although there is a, a part part of you know the yeah. show what I did with Lucy last week, 
which is kind of like another one of Mr. Air's ideas. And it was like a 50-50. Okay. And apparently it was a game that was played by Anton Dick yeah. years ago, um, <laughs> where he, you know, he just asked contestants two, you know, two answers and they just had to give one. Right. So I've, I've been thinking of some ideas uh, that the children okay. can relate to. And I know last week, listening to the children, a lot of them agreed with Lucy's choices. So no pressure <laughs> or anything, but I'm just going to say two words or you know, two yeah. different things. I just want you to kind of give me one or the other. You don't need to explain why I'm not okay. going to ask you why. But yeah, just, just so the children know what okay. you would choose. So here we go. So first of all, fruit or vegetable? Mm, fruit. Okay. Bowling or the cinemas? Oh, uh, the cinema. Cinema. Sounds good. Next one's a tough one. Sweets oh, or definitely chocolate? chocolate. <laughs> definitely oh, <okay>. chocolate. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, this one's quite controversial with me and Lucy in the house, but we don't talk about it. Alpha blocks or number oh, blocks? Uh, oh, I've got to say alpha blocks, really, haven't I? <laughs> oh, that's okay. I can still be friends with you, it's fine. I'm a big fan of alpha blocks. Um, next one, apple or apple. banana? Okay. Um, an opportunity to go swimming or a trip to the park? Oh, swimming, I think. Swimming. I quite like to be there yeah. now. <laughs> I know. It would be nice. It would be nice. Um, I'm not sure about the next one. Running or, or walking? walking. <laughs> Running's a bit yeah, too steady. Walking as well. <laughs> Although Lucy, Lucy likes running. And um and one of the little girls, she might laugh when she hears this, but um, she spoke to her mum and her mum emailed me and she said, I do prefer running because actually you get to places <laughs> a lot quicker. And I thought, that's a really good way of thinking yeah. about it, actually. It's just, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit lazy, so maybe not. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I've got, I've got one more, I've got one more. And some of the children did have a giggle about Go. this. So it's Friday and we know what it means with dinner. <laughs> pizza and chips or, or if you if you weren't able to go to Tesco yeah. and you forgot your dinner would you have fish oh, and chips or pizza and chips fish and chips I think we did have fish and chips delivered chips. last week that was very nice one of the nights oh nice <laughs> yeah. well I've heard I've heard Mrs Rowley that apparently some of the you know some of the fast food chains like you know McDonald's and KFC yes. might be open for delivery yeah soon, my daughter's so living at home knows, there might be some forward to that <laughs> oh and um, I'm 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 swaying towards KFC. If yeah. the opportunity comes, we'll have say. to see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, Mrs. Rowley, it's been lovely to speak to you, and I'm sure the children will really wow. enjoy hearing your voice. Hi, children. Hope you're all having a lovely time. Lovely. Doing lots of lovely nice <laughs> things. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, then. Hopefully, see you all soon. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. So that brings us to the end of our show this week. So we've had a writing challenge, we've had some maths work, we've had a story again, and we've also had Mrs. Rowley as a special guest. So if you're listening to this podcast and it's Friday, I hope that you have a brilliant Bank Holiday Friday. I hope that you enjoy any potential street parties that are happening today to celebrate VE Day. Of course, social distancing, two metres, okay? <laughs> so I hope you enjoy those. If you're listening 
and it's next week. So week beginning, calendar, week beginning the 11th, or maybe it's a Monday or a Tuesday. I hope you did have a good time over the weekend, over the bank holiday weekend. Fingers crossed that the weather is going to be nice, or it was nice. And next week, I'll be back again with some more writing challenges, some more maths work, a new story, and a new guest. Have a think who I could ask on the show, children. So I've been in the, on the show, obviously. Today we've had Mrs Rowley, who works in our classroom. I wonder what other familiar adults you might see in school that would come on the show. I'll leave that up to you to speculate, but it will be another familiar voice. So, until next week, stay safe, take care, and I will speak to you all very soon. Bye, everybody.